What is up everyone and welcome back to another episode of Tattoo Talk with Brian Briggs. I'm your host Brian Briggs and uh, today is two days before Christmas, the day before Christmas Eve and uh, I'm sure everybody is really excited for this time uh, with their family and everything. I know I am. Um, I know there's like a lot of people probably too that are probably like excited just to like get this season over with because there's, you know, it's like notoriously like a slow season for a lot of uh, up and comer tattoo artists and people that uh, aren't like super established yet or whatever. Um, it's also like a big season for people uh, canceling, cancellations are big. You know, I got lucky this month and only had like, I think one or two cancellations. And it hasn't always been like that for me though, you know, so I've totally been there. And uh, I know that a lot of people are probably there right now and looking forward to just uh, getting this kind of like time over with, but uh, getting into that tax season money, you know, the notorious time of the year for tattoo artists. Uh, it's like the best time of the year for every tattoo artist, uh, established or not, you know, young or old. Uh, it's a good time of the year for, like, the best ideas, you know, the, the best clients. Um, you know, sometimes not the best clients, too, you know. Everybody seems to have money that time of year, so you're going to get all kinds of different people. But, yeah, either way, um, happy holidays no matter what you celebrate, you know. Um, I hope you made it successfully, at least, through the holiday and if it's been rough for you, I hope you do find comfort in that like coming tax season. Um, you know, for me, two years ago, I was running a lot of deals during this time of year and pushing like discounted gift cards uh, just to make ends meet. And uh, we've all kind of been there. So a lot of people experience a lot of cancellations this time of year. So all types of different reasons, you know, like my car broke down, I have to get a surgery, whatever. Um, sometimes it's real shit, sometimes it's just bullshit because they didn't prepare properly. And that sucks, you know, um, it could be a really hard month. So um, I just think like it's always a good time of the year too. just if you did make it and everything was fine, you know, or like if better, like you made it like and you haven't had to worry about a thing, like you should really take this time to like you know, feel some gratitude and like think the universe, you know, a little bit, you know, just stop and appreciate it at least, you know, smell the roses. Like, um, yeah, I just think like a lot of times we get caught up in the moment and caught up in all the like fast paced life or whatever you're doing, you know, like being a parent, being a business owner and you don't take time to just appreciate, um, how far you've come, you know? So for those less fortunate too, it's like a really a good time to get started right now on next year because you can't be waiting for these people to come to you anymore, you know, so if, so I don't know, like if you're listening to me, then, you know, like I'm working on this always, so let's work on this together, you know, um, let's get motivated and get the ball rolling so that our momentum keeps us comfortable year round. And that's always kind of been my goal. It's like, as long as you can get that snowball effect going and you have enough interests going all the time then um you're gonna you're gonna be fine but there's a lot of different things you can do to build that interest so that's kind of like what we've all been talking about throughout this whole time uh through the podcast uh, this is the 25th episode um this is only the second episode i've recorded on video like this 
So um, I got some mics coming in the mail and stuff too, so that I could get a little better quality for that video um, stuff. But if you want a little better audio, then uh, usually, you know, like the podcast is a better bet because I'm recording the audio like on a mic right here. Um, but then you don't get to see my face, but that's okay because um, honestly, it's like I think. Uh, maybe made a little better for audio format for now but in the future who knows what's going to happen you know maybe I'll, I'll get somebody else that's interested in getting involved like a producer of some kind that can you know like do more of the video stuff and uh, add pictures and all that fun stuff and get like more of a set going and stuff like that behind us but for right now it's just like really straightforward and more like informal and stuff you know but I do have some ideas on how I want to change it up a little bit um, in the coming year so that the podcast format could be a little bit better. Um, but before I get to that, you know, <coughs> um, I just want to, like, state, you know, like, it. it's always good to, like, I just want to restate, I guess, that it's always good to just, you know, humble yourself by remembering where you came from, stopping to smell the roses, like I was saying, but also, don't limit yourself, you know? You have more potential than you can imagine, and you're just as capable as all those people that you idolize. Is when you meet those people in person, you're gonna realize, like, oh, it's just a regular person that's just been doing this, like, a whole lot longer than me, and involved themselves with the right people, right place, right time. And that's a lot about any business or any entertainment thing or any, like, art form. Like, it's, it's a lot about... Um, all of that, I guess, more than anything, too, you know, so, um, you can't be too hard on yourself and think that, like, just because where you came from, that it's not possible for you to reach the kind of status that, that you idolize, like, these people that are, like, the best of the best in your eyes, so, uh, it's just a matter of hard work, and patience is a big thing that a lot of people, uh, really lack, that I lack a lot of, especially, too, so, um, you just gotta, like, have that patience to uh, see the opportunity and then put yourself in the way of it. Um, so yeah, like I was saying though, today it's going to be a little bit different. I'm going to do the episode in like a few different segments so that I could stay on topic a little bit better and hopefully be more useful to my colleagues who are listening or um, whoever's listening. Uh, the first segment in this one, it's going to be called Inside the Ink. So I'm going to be looking at... A tattoo I did during the week or just maybe even in the past and talking about kind of the story behind it, uh, my theory and my process behind uh, putting it together, like the art part of it and the idea as well as like actually applying the tattoo and maybe some of the factors that um, apply to this, this scenario specifically, you know, like the exact tattoo. So today <clears throat> I'm going to go back into my Instagram real quick to look at the the picture in question here and um, this is my post from uh, three days ago uh, so it starts out with a huge scar that uh, she drove from like an hour and a half away and uh, let me see if you can see it on here If not, you could check out my uh, Instagram, Pony Boy Tattoos. There it goes. And uh, you could see here that there's some pretty major scars on the spine there. 
and uh, you know she went through like five different surgeries and in the end she was left with like a big zipper up her back basically and uh, you know it's really uh, traumatic for a person to live with a scar like this so you know she had uh, several different ideas that we went over and uh you know, I do a lot of cover-ups. I work with a lot of scars, but this is definitely the worst one that I've ever worked with, or at least the biggest and, like, um, like deepest scar, I guess you could say. Uh, she was in, like, a major car accident. A fire engine hit her from behind and actually, like, hit her, and then the car moved, and it hit her again, and then it moved, and then it hit her again. So she, her spine was pretty fucked up after that. And um, <clears throat> from then on... Like she had like a multiple amount of like surgeries and stuff like that so um, she was really lucky just to even be alive you know so in this kind of case it's really more of like I kind of approach it a little differently like just it's a person that isn't just seeking a tattoo they're they're trying to like restore a part of their body that they've lost kind of through to the scar you know like because they don't want to show that part of their body to anybody they specifically by clothes that will hide parts of their body like that um even you know um even just to look at it in the mirror by themselves is hard you know so it's not even about showing it off or being able to show it off it's just being able to look at it by themselves being able to live with that without being constantly reminded of some painful memory or whatever you know so you have to be aware of like those kind of like um like other things like that those other factors that are deeper and more emotional like um yeah so with this lady uh we actually scheduled the appointment and then it wasn't like uh we weren't able to actually do it right away because uh, she ended up having to have like two or three more back surgeries unfortunately you know so um it's pretty, it's a pretty sad scenario, you know, at the time, you know, so to be able to take some kind of, you know, something that, um, caused a lot of trauma in her life like that and, uh, turn it into something else was, uh, a task, you know? So on the, um, Instagram, I have like a video, you can see it here of what we came up with and, uh, I think we accomplished a pretty good, you know, if you're just listening to this on audio, you're not able to see the video, but you can go to my Instagram at PonyBoyTattoos, and uh, you can check out this scar that I'm talking about, it's pretty gnarly, and you can check out, um, because you have it on audio, you should be able to just go, you know, and check out this, this other images and stuff at least while you're doing the podcast, but, uh, Man, we came up with this whole, uh, like, cherry blossom, like, watercolor tattoo, and uh, there was a lot of different options that we went over, uh, different ideas that she had. Um, I always come up with a picture like this, too, after afterwards. Uh, if you're just listening, it's like a picture that I made where it's a... Uh, I freehanded this tattoo, so it's like a picture of the Sharpie part beforehand, and then like the tattoo and then like a close-up sometimes i'll do like the before part in the in the picture um you know these kinds of things are like really important to 
just like capture the person people's attention or whatever so um, this one got like a pretty good amount of attention organically so I decided to put some money into um, boosting it too and that's kind of how I pick and choose like the ones that uh, I'm gonna boost is like based on if they're already kind of doing organically well like if they're getting like, a few hundred likes or something like that's pretty good you know so you could boost that and you could turn it into like a thousand, you know, or something crazy. So uh, then it's worth it, you know, it's just about picking the right demographic and all that uh, as well. So that you kind of have to play with. Um, I've talked about that in some other episodes, but, you know, I just really I base it off of like location and age more than anything. I'm not really like putting like a lot of different... Um, um, like interests or whatever into the or tags or whatever into that I'm just more like <clears throat> focused on location and age and then it kind of sorts itself out you want like a, um, as many people as possible so I'm able to do like almost 800,000 to a million in a 50 uh, mile radius in this area so um, if you're in a big city you should be able to reach a few million easily you know if you're if you're choosing the right demographics and stuff so uh, i know that when i've been in like when i was in new york city in one block radius you could reach like three million people so it really depends on where you're at um as how many people you're gonna reach and like um if you're not using that as a strategy to find new clients then uh, you're gonna lose out on <clears throat> uh, you're gonna lose out on a lot of like potential clients that way so, um, not only that, like, the picture, is obviously, is kind of, like, an attraction or whatever to bring people in initially, but you could see here I have, like, a long um, story written as well. It's, like, you know, like, it's not just, like, leaving the interpretation up to them. Like, I'm telling them, like, all about this lady, her story, you know, and it's going to speak to a lot of people um, that have similar stories and scenarios, too. That's actually how she ended up finding me was... Um, well, first, somebody told her uh, that, like, oh, I've heard it, or I've seen this guy that I've gotten tattooed by him, even, and he does a lot of scar cover-ups, um, but I've seen a lot of videos of the scars that he's covered up and stuff. Check this guy out, you know? And then um, it goes from there, you know? But um, she's one of the people that saw one of these similar posts, is what I'm saying, I guess, you know? And then it, it kind of, like, led her into... Um, the same path as those people so she's that person now and her post is going to attract other people like that so it's kind of like uh, you just have to keep doing that and keep doing that basically like keep that snowball rolling you know like keep building it up keep that momentum rolling and you're always posting these things and you could even repost these stories you don't have to like just post this shit one time and then drop it and that's it you know like uh, most of the people you think saw it probably didn't even see it anyways and like I said, you know, like, uh, you can reach like a 50 mile radius or more and people are going to see it from further away and travel to see you uh, rather than just depending on local competition or whatever, you know, like, because uh, people are going to find you for other reasons, though. You can't just put your work and boost it out there and expect people from 50 mile radius to like come and find you that way just based on like a cool picture. Some people will, a very small percentage. But if you're adding in this... Uh, you know, like, these stories to it, you know, connecting, um, if you go to my Instagram and you read the story to this one, this is a really good one, and it was really captivating to people, like, I'm not able to say whether it is or not until it is, or it's not, 
and this one was, you know, this one got quite a bit of local attention, which is all I really focused on. I'm not really focused on like national or global attention. I'm not trying to get um, noticed by people in China or wherever else, you know, like I'm just trying to get noticed by uh, people in my local area that have that are trying to spend money on tattoos or within a drivable distance, you know what I mean? So uh, that's how you that's how you can do that. When one other way, though, uh, you know, it just reminded me of that, I guess, you know, so she was really happy, needless to say, you know, to get this scar covered up. Uh, it was really difficult to work with. If you check out this video, you can see there's a lot of crazy, like, uh, uh, scarring. And it's really raised right now, too. And it's probably going to be. It's always is going to be a scar there no matter what. You can't get rid of the scar. But we, I think we've camouflaged it with the direction of everything and, like, where we place background or black or blue um, is, like, in the right spots, kind of, you know? So... Um, the lower portion of the tattoo is, was the most scarred and um, it was like at some points it was like almost um, tattooing on, on leather or something like that you know uh, so um, but luckily she, there's like two ways that could go and luckily for her it went the good way because it could have been either extremely painful or not painful at all for her she didn't really even feel I don't think most of the stuff that was scarred it was just the areas that that were, uh, were untouched and unscarred at all that hurt the most, I think. So um, sometimes people focus too much on covering the scar where all they do is put something right over it that uh, you can see right through it. I think the idea is to take like that whole portion of that body and make the new tattoo flow over it in a way that uh, distracts from old scarring. Um, some stuff, you know, like you're just putting a tattoo over the top of it and you're not like uh, taking into account the shape or flow of the old scar too and that makes the scar more noticeable in my opinion so you really have to choose things like you can see where I put the branch of one of these uh, um, cherry blossom branches it's like right on you know one of the biggest craziest scar areas and like um, yeah so basically placement is huge you know and there's only one way to do that on this tattoo and that was to freehand it uh, i had a digital design ready that i already like drew all of this already like once on my ipad and i um i had it all prepared where i could have probably printed it but it just wouldn't have been the same you know and i would have printed in like all these different like sections and stuff and uh it's just not gonna flow in the back the same though you know and it's just not gonna look the same so uh, I drew it once, I could draw it again, you know, it only took me like 30-45 minutes maybe, something like that, to uh, get the Sharpie design on there, just like a, a rough uh, blueprint kind of, nothing too crazy, um, and then, uh, you know, because I know what I'm going to do when I get into the tattoos, I just need like a basic blueprint of what, of the outline of it, kind of, so... Um, placed everything perfectly and it's way easier to just draw it right over the the old the thing that you're covering whether it be a tat sometimes ta tattoos could be that way too but I like to do when you're covering a tattoo it's a little bit different so that's just a different subject altogether but with a scar like this you know it's I, I really like to use the sharpie when I can in uh, when I get like a piece like this where it's more abstract or more like something that you can draw on there you know you can't always like just sharpie on something that's crazy realistic or something either 
so I mean some people can I mean I'm just saying what I can do you know what I mean I'm not gonna like sharpie a portrait or something onto um, someone so but something like this I, I knew it was possible I knew I'd drawn it so I was comfortable with it and I knew it was gonna work out better if I just sharpied it on rather than um, tried to make the perfect print you know like uh, man that could be really frustrating too and then you use all these supplies and materials and end up just sharpening it on anyways so I've been there done that but um yeah so she was really trusting with the whole thing you know like we had she had a couple ideas we went through and in the end she ended up going back to like the first idea um if you've been tattooing for a long time you know that happens a lot so it wasn't like that um crazy or whatever to go back to you know like I, I, I'm used to a lot of that kind of stuff, so I'm pretty easygoing nowadays, you know, like, I'm pretty zen, I guess, so, um, so I kind of just go with the flow, and I don't even design stuff until the night before the tattoo now, because, mainly because of that kind of a thing, um, a lot of people will change their ideas and stuff like that, so, or they'll, they'll just take your drawing, if you show your drawing and stuff a lot over a line, like, they might take that to somebody that's just gonna get it done, do it cheaper, and they're gonna fuck your design up and stuff, so, uh, I don't send designs to people either, you know, um, makes some people uncomfortable to work that way because it's kind of like it all comes together in that day, um, but that's just how it goes, that's like, th that's how I, I flow the best, um, I prepare a lot the night before, and it's not like I'm unprepared on the day of the tattoo, and that's what matters, so when I show up, I have the design, and sometimes people don't like exactly what I have designed, they want some changes done, or they want the whole thing completely, like, altered, and uh, I'm able to do that too, you know, it never really takes me more than like an hour or so to like get something else together if that's the case, you know, or make some changes. Um, I very rarely have had to like actually like reschedule anything. Um, so usually if people have like something they want changed, it's like they want it way simpler than what I had made. So it's like way easier to come up with in the moment anyways. Um, so yeah, I've just gotten to that point now where I'm just like, alright, I'm not going to design anything till the night before, I'm a night owl, so I kind of stay up late just making the design, and then when I get in there, they check it out, we make some changes maybe, but usually not, and we just put it on when we go, you know, I'm tattooing usually within like 20 minutes of the person walking in, I try not to make them wait, you know, I quit smoking cigarettes a long time ago too, that's something I suggest to a lot of tattoo artists, because it saves you so much time and money. And you're wasting a lot of money on that, um, especially if you're smoking like a pack a day or something like that, like I was. Uh, it's a lot of money to spend on something that's just killing you slowly for no reason. Um, you can find other ways to relax and other ways to um, to like calm down or, or whatever, you know. So uh, I think that's one of the best things you could do. If you could like tell yourself this year you're going to do something for yourself I would say quit smoking you're also going to save yourself a lot of time your people that you tattoo are going to like you a lot more because you're not going to stink like cigarettes all the time and uh, you're not going to uh, be like taking a break every hour or whatever to, to take a smoke break or whatever you know like I'll tattoo people for five six hours straight a lot of times and not take any breaks you know um, the shop never smells funky like there, that's like a gross part of smoking is like when you smoke you don't even can't even smell anything so you don't even know that you stink but you do and uh, you know uh, anyways that's like a whole other thing that's like a whole fucking 10 years of my life so um, I'm just more judgmental against my past self than I am against like anyone else that smoked I don't care if anyone else does uh, my clients do a lot so 
Um, I work with that. But in the end, like, you know, like, we, we don't have, like, a lot of time on this earth, so we should try to, like, appreciate it more and cherish this time by, like, not just, like, feeding hella sugar to ourselves and smoking, you know? So that's what my focus is this year, for myself at least, is to kind of, like, get more healthy and uh, have, like, a better uh, mindset like that. Like, I really want to do, like, my lady has been doing yoga for, like, 140 days or something or more, like, uh, you know, straight, like, every day. So uh, I could see a big difference in her health and everything and, like, her happiness even, you know. So I, I want to try that out too, and uh, I feel like it would help my back and stuff. I've been having some really bad back pain over the last couple of years, and... Um, yeah, I think that that would be something that, like, I've done it a little bit here and there, and it's helped me um, gradually, and I'm doing a lot of different things like that, you know, therapeutic-wise, like, physical therapy type of stuff, so it makes sense. I mean, I just want to do that and, um, like, invest in my health this year, and I, you know, kind of, maybe I'll challenge you to do the same, so if you're kind of, like, one of those people that have been tattooing a while, too, like me, and you're getting a lot of back pain, it's time to, like, you know, not just let it keep falling, going downhill until you're just, like, um, on pain medications or something like that, you know, like, nobody wants to be at that point where you're, like, uh, you can't even tattoo anymore, and then what are you gonna do, you know, this is all you've done for a decade or more, so, um, it's time to start investing in our health as, like, a tattoo community, I think, and everybody start, like, uh, worrying about like their spine more you know like this lady made me think about it a lot because of all the stuff she's been through with her spine you know and uh yeah like you just don't want to have issues with your back so you spend all day hunched over like this so it's good to do some things that are gonna kind of like articulate your spine and stretch you back the other way so um yeah something to consider if you haven't really thought about it but all right well that's that segment for today uh, inside the ink that's uh, gonna be uh, something I do every week now kind of just talk about like a different tattoo I did or that hopefully like within the week you know so I can kind of keep it current uh, but uh, let's move on in the next segment since we have some time uh, this one is more like stuff that I'm really able to like to talk about I guess more is like the business side so it's like we're talking more about like marketing, advertising, branding yourself, stuff like that, you know. Uh, I really feel like uh, that's like been the thing that, that has helped me like move it out here into kind of the middle of nowhere and be able to survive. Um, I think that, uh, let me just find my notes on this. Yeah, so this is the one thing I wanted to, to kind of like get everyone on board with that is listening, that is maybe like on, like I said in the beginning, like on that side of things where things are not like doing as great as you'd like them to do this time of year. So I'd like to challenge you with creating one solid year of content because I guarantee you this one year of solid content over the next year. 12 months is going to change your life, you know? Um, if you're creating stuff on a on a daily to every other day basis, you know, you're putting stuff up. You don't have to put, 
put stuff up every day, you know, if you can. If you only have time and you know, you're not, like, um, getting a lot of people in, you're going to have to create more and more content, you know. But the, the less time you'll have, the less time you'll have to do these things. So you'll have to, like, eventually, like, be hiring other people to do this kind of stuff. But right now, if you're the kind of person that has these slow seasons, then you obviously have some time during your day. We all make excuses, but you have time. You can wake up an hour earlier or stay up an hour later, and you can create some content, something for people to look at, whether it's just the tattoo you're working on the day, um, whether it's the walk you went on in the morning, like something, like let these people in your life a little bit, but create like content that people want to keep seeing from you you know um uh, document your process is the biggest part of it you're not really like creating something for other people to even absorb like all I do is just kind of like narrate my life kind of in a way and captivate the pictures and the videos and um you know like even I'm not the best at it sometimes but you know it's just the attempt that matters you know and like um now I think I have kind of like leaned back off of it a little bit um I, I don't use social media as much of as an anchor as I used to and uh the reason I've been able to get to that point now is because I went through at least you know two solid years of just pumping out as much as I could you know like hour-long videos or whatever on uh, YouTube or um man just answering questions or like uh, reaching out to people like doing social like gathering work you know uh, anyways if you could just do this one year of doing all this stuff that we've been talking about for 25 episodes if you can keep your content going if you can fucking create like good shit that people want to see and want to hear from you and the art's good the philosophy behind it is good and the experience that people are getting when they go in there is good they're leaving you good reviews all of that stuff then you're just gonna have a solid year of really good shit that happened right so then next year it's gonna keep going it's gonna it's gonna snowball even more because you're gonna have all these cool like facebook memories to repost again and that's gonna happen all the time while you're still posting new stuff you're creating more content so then you've effectively like doubled your output by reposting stuff that all these new people that add you all the time haven't even seen because it was over a year ago when you posted it. So you're able to repost this stuff now, doubling your content, and then you're getting even more people. So once you get that ball rolling, like people always like see how far someone else has gotten. And you don't realize like these guys uh, that have these huge social medias a lot of times, they didn't just like pop up out of nowhere. They've been on, like, since, like, MySpace and shit, they've had, like, popular tattoo pages and stuff, you know? So you have to realize that, um, and you have to stop, like, putting yourself, uh, down for, like, and, like, not starting because you're too scared that you won't compare to other people. I've heard a lot of young artists say some stuff like that a lot of times, too, uh, like, that they're just afraid to even, like, apprentices that haven't even tattooed and stuff are, like, afraid even get into the tattoo side yet because they just like see a lot of other people and they see this huge pool of talent and like how are they going to match up to that and get people to want tattoos from them whenever they um could go to somebody that's already really good or whatever for a similar price and that's like f fair to ask but at the same time like a, a lot of people um 
aren't just looking for uh, a tattoo, you know, they're looking for like the right artist to put it on them too. And you could be that person basically is what I'm saying. Um, you know, and the way they're going to find you is by creating that content, you know, and sharing that side of you, like what you really believe in tattoo, like how you believe in, um, like when I say philosophy, I mean like, you stand behind something kind of, you know, you have to stand behind something like you have to say like, this is what I do. This is what I believe in. This is the kind of art I do. This is like the stories that I like to take part in. And, you know, like talk about it. Just talk about what you like the most a lot. Um, even if it's just a video of your, you talking literally, uh, that's one way you can do it. You know, if you're going to take pictures, like don't just post like a, a like, don't take bad pictures, you know, like, take, do what it takes, invest in some lighting and some equipment, you know, take a class on photography or something if you really need to, you know, look up on YouTube a lot of stuff about um, taking pictures and stuff, because that's a big thing too, you know, because like, the product you're presenting to people is huge, uh, what they're seeing, you know, so get it to look as much like it does in real life as possible. Uh, don't go over that. That's one thing. People over edit their photos afterwards and you shouldn't be post editing so much to where it doesn't even look like it does in real life anymore. If you're going to do any editing afterwards, it should just be to make it look like it does actually in real life, you know, but even then there's things you could do beforehand to get it that way. Like you, you can buy, um, some of these lights, you know, like you could buy some of these fancy fucking hooded lights or whatever. You can buy lenses for your camera. You can buy a better camera, you know. That's the biggest thing. If you're just taking phone pictures, make sure it's a really good model of a phone or something, you know. Get a Pixel. Get something nice. Like, invest. And uh, that's going to help a lot, too, uh, as part of your solid content, like, strategy, you know. It's creating stuff that um, looks really nice to the eye, you know. And then if you have to, like, collage it with several other pictures or... A lot of people are doing this now. What I do too is like uh, take a picture where like in the middle of the uh, image is the picture of the tattoo and then on the sides it's like still the picture of the tattoo um, if that makes sense. And it's like it fills up the whole square in a way to where it's just more pleasant to the eye. If you check out my Instagram and see what I'm talking about, uh, uh, not as much recent because I don't like to blend in a lot too. Sometimes, you know, you do stuff like that and everybody's doing it all of a sudden, like the uh, soap wipes and stuff like that, you know, like we've all done it, but like um, at a certain, you know, I don't know, like it just all starts to look the same once we're all doing the same shit. So I'm just like, fuck it, I'll just keep it simple. And uh, sometimes I don't do that now. So and I'm just t trying to take like, nice pictures where you could see like the whole limb and stuff and not edit so much like around it or whatever just put the picture up you know uh but like most of the editing can be done like before the picture is even taken by like creating the right lighting and having the right power camera and all that kind of stuff i guess um yeah if you uh you know if you're only posting your work once too and then you're doing yourself a disservice and uh you're wasting that post because you could be reposting that a couple times a year. I know people that <clears throat> work a strategy where they only really repost like the same five tattoos like every year, all year. And maybe they'll add one and take one away, but it's only really ever the like five or seven best tattoos. And they're just reposting those all year. 
um, with like a really tight caption that fucking gets people interested and directs them and funnels them into like a sales funnel basically so that goes to their website they click on like fill out a form and then um, they fill out that form and their interest and stuff if it's the kind of tattoo that artist wants to do they get back to them and then you know like they go from there set up a consultation and all that stuff uh, so that's like kind of the way the whole industry is going and I think more and more too like you don't even need a shop to work at to do that like people are just going to be opening small private studios everywhere especially big cities they seem to be really okay with that so there's like, uh, you know, uh, hundreds of shops in every big city um, in, in America. So uh, the thing is, a lot of them aren't really shops, you know, they're just social media, like uh, gurus, you know, they're people that, that uh, know what they're doing. They're like millennials. They know how to like put their work out there and tell their story and not be like scared what people think. And people are more drawn to them and uh, they're able to just open their own little studios and wherever, you know, like. I got one in the middle of nowhere. Um, I know people that got them in the middle of huge cities, um, everywhere around the country. So this is kind of the way it's moving. People are moving away from doing these like big shops that are owned by people that don't even do tattoos, and uh, more towards, you know, like the I think the new school is like gonna be just like by artists for artists. You know, that's what the shop is, and uh, that's a lot different. So. Anyway, it's a little bit different than what I started out talking about, you know? But, um, yeah, that, I think that's some good tips for your content, you know? Um, definitely build that momentum up this year and don't um, take, like, weeks or months in between posting, you know? Like, people do that. I, I wouldn't take, like, more than four or five days in between a post. And um, make sure it's always, like, quality, though, you know? Uh, and like in your in your post part so like a big thing like a tip that a friend of mine gave me is uh something called hook story offer so you start out with like something really captivating in your in in the um the caption like uh something that's gonna draw these people so if it's a scar tattoo like that then it's say something maybe that that would attract their attention uh, i didn't necessarily do it in my post you know but um but I started off the story just like, well, let me go to it real quick. And then I could see kind of exactly what I posted. So I, I said, when I met Charlene, she came into the shop and showed me one of the biggest scars I've ever been tasked with restoring. So see right there is a good hook. You know, it's like um, it captures the people that are going to have like a similar problem, a similar story. And uh, it kind of like leads them into the rest of it, which is like... Um, the second part, you know, like I said, hook story offer, right? So the second part is the story, the long um, story about like everything she's been through, the story, of the tattoo, um, how it's going to help her and how it's going to change her life and everything. Right. And then in the end, you're serving up like an offer, which is like a free consultation with me. Uh, if you know, if you'd like to get a scar covered up as well, um, contact me at this number, you know, or if you're going to do a special offer, maybe it's like so-and-so off like $100 off an all-day session or something like that, you know, then you do that. Um, if you're going to do something like that, though, a promotional offer and you're going to put like a certain amount off of something, then always limit that like to like, like as little people as you can, basically. Um, because like the more, 
like limited it seems the quicker people will jump on things you know you don't want a deal that goes on all year to an unlimited amount of people that's gonna not be as big of a hit as a deal that you're giving away to just 10 people the next 10 people you know so uh, that's just another good tip um something i kind of talked about earlier uh that applies to this too, I think would be like the spotlight effect. Like I said, you got to repost some of your stuff sometimes. Like don't be ashamed to go back and find like your best stuff, repost it. And uh, you don't always have to be uh, the busiest person in the world with, uh, you know what I mean? Like you don't always have to have finished work. A lot of people are working on projects a lot of times. So if you're doing a, if you're doing a bunch of sleeves, you're not always able to post finished works. It's okay to go back you know, it's called the spotlight effect. There's something that happens to a lot of us where we just feel like uh, the spotlight is on us and that everybody has heard of us in our area and that there's no way that we could get our name out to more people. But it's untrue. And uh, like I said, you'd be surprised like how many people are in a 50 mile radius of you probably and how many people you know, you aren't reaching. So um, don't get caught in the spotlight thinking that um, everybody you know, is looking at you already when you, you're not even aware, like, how big the audience could really be, so, um, yeah, let me see here, um, I got a little bit of time left still, so I could find, like, another, I got a couple of these segment ideas I'm gonna be doing, um, I think I like the way this is working out, so I'm just going to be doing like different segments every week like this. So this one is called uh, Geeking Out, and it's all about technology and the newest innovations in the quickly evolving tattoo industry. And I'll be discussing gadgets, inventions, fun stuff like that. So um, today, I wanted to talk about um, wireless tattooing. So I think it's like an interesting uh, thing that is kind of like new in the tattoo industry. Um, something that a lot of companies are getting into. Um, but it's interesting because right now they have like maybe like two styles kind of of uh, battery packs that I've seen. I'm going to look them up and see if I could find them. Um, and the one I got, um, I have one in the other room. Um, let me see. The one I got is kind of like this one right here. It's more of like a little square. but And then everybody's been kind of talking in, about these ones here too. And these are like a, a little bit longer. And I think that like the one I have, it kind of does like hang off the end of the pen like a hammer almost. And it kind of throws the weight a little bit off. I feel like I would probably like eventually get used to it. But these ones like right along the side of the pen a little bit better it looks like. But I haven't seen those in person so I can't say exactly. But they are like similar price. Um, uh, they sell them on like basically every site now. They work really good though for these pens. You can see like how like on this one you know how it hangs off. Like mine doesn't hang off like that but there's some that are ridiculous like that. I don't think that those ones are probably going to be, you know, that's like a so long, you know, that's one of those Chinese brands and stuff. So they're just like making it as cheap as possible. Um, I mean, it could work good, like who knows, but I think that the ergonomics of it is important, you know, like how it's held in your hand, like how it feels. So the one that I have is decent and it's going to work good. Um, it kind of is like that uh, when it's on a pen, like this one right here. 
So, um, if you guys are just listening, um, it's the more boxy one. Uh, I guess it's kind of hard to explain. If you watch the video on YouTube, you could see like the pictures I'm looking at here, these battery packs. But also, I heard that like FK Irons is coming out with uh, the new one too. I think it's interesting because I thought it was going to be like totally different, but it really just looks like these, uh, the Hawk, like many, you know, like Hawk Ink or whatever, those same ones, the little long ones. It basically looks the same. It doesn't even have a digital display. So it actually is like, looks maybe a little bit like, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to hate, you know what I mean? But it just, maybe it doesn't look even as good as, as, uh, the ones that are already out or whatever that you could get two for a hundred bucks and, they're trying to sell theirs for like, from what I heard, they were gonna be like four ninety nine each or something. I'm not. I don't know if I'm ready to pay five hundred bucks for the battery pack because I don't really um, mind using a wire. It's not that big of a deal. But um, you know, I can see like going to conventions. It's gonna be a lot easier to just use a couple battery packs and not have to set up all that uh, power supply stuff and worry about like uh, having it. I've had my power supplies like fall off of the table and stuff like that at conventions, you know, so, um, yeah, that would be, that would be pretty cool, so I think for traveling, that's gonna be really good, um, but it seems like everybody's kind of moving over to it, and I think, like, as time goes on, like, they're only gonna create better and better things like this, um, battery packs are gonna probably get even smaller, lighter, more ergodynamic, where, like, it doesn't feel like you're holding an off-weighted, uh, machine anymore, but um, at the same time, if you're used to using a um, old school machine, it kind of has that weight to it too, like that off hammer weight. Now that I think about it, you know, like because you have that heavy uh, machine kind of like balance right here too. So uh, very similar, um, I guess, but it's still a lot lighter. And uh, it's it's been really nice, like the changeover onto my wrist, like using the rotary pen style machine. So. Um, if you're still like thinking about maybe doing that you should probably try it you know and uh, I know it's hard to like invest like six seven hundred dollars into a machine or whatever but like you got to get the Cheyenne or the FK iron because um, I mean I, I heard there's like what is it the Valhalla or something there's a couple of them that guys are talking about now too but um, as far as like those pen style machines uh, I think that those two brands are far superior, at least, than any, like, of those Chinese, like, knockoffs. Like, it's just not the same. Like, if you really buy two of them and look, I should do that. I have two of them. I have a Chinese one that you can't open or anything, but it's, like, a... Uh, but maybe I should just do that anyway, just invest into buying some cheap machines so we can really look at the difference, you know? Because I see a lot of videos of people breaking down the um, the cheap ones and stuff, but they're not, like comparing them it's totally different style machine it just it's not uh, the same motor it's not the same insides it just looks the same on the outside only so um it's kind of interesting to think about um but yeah everybody seems to be moving over to these battery packs um they're worth a shot i don't think they're that expensive to invest into and just to try out and maybe you'll like them, you know, and maybe uh, then you don't even have to worry about, um, you know, like clip cords are always going out. It's like bullshit. Uh, there's no foot pedal on these things yet. So that's one thing. Like you just have to have a machine constantly going. But um, the the cords always fucking go out and those clip cords are always going out, whether it's auxiliary cord or not, like everything. It always eventually 
um, shorts one way or another, and you have to get a new ones for some reason. So um, I think it's a good idea, and it's only going to get better. But, uh, yeah, that's today's segment on uh, geeking out. So, um, yeah, that's basically it for today. So if you guys, you know, have any... Um, questions or comments or anything and you want to talk about stuff uh, I'm also going to kind of like last week I pulled a clip off of uh, the podcast and put it onto Instagram and it got a little bit of attention so I'm going to probably keep doing that maybe I'll take a couple clips off of this one and put it onto Instagram and we'll see how that goes so maybe check that out on IGTV um, at Ponyboy Tattoos it'll be on there um, you can follow my shop page too at Iron Tiger Tattoos, and then you know, like, uh, then you could kind of see instead of trying to like listen to me tell you stuff on like how I do things, you could just see how I do things, and um, that's a lot easier to to follow what I do instead of what I say. I guess you know, like it's a lot more clearer. Um, one thing I mentioned briefly early on that I wanted to kind of bring up at the end here, I was hoping to get more people into is doing a 30 day yoga challenge where you do 30 days straight of yoga every day for at least like 15 minutes. And I want to see how much that helps our backs. Um, I know a lot of us are going through pain and stuff. So and a lot of that generates from your hips and your legs, surprisingly. So, um, if you're not stretching out at all yet, like, um, I want you to, you know, like hopefully join me on this, this challenge. I'm going to do 30 days. I'm going to tell you how it is every week. Um, if it, it's benefiting me and how it's benefiting me and what I'm doing. So, um, that'll just be like a short segment. Um, but all right guys. So hopefully you have a Merry Christmas and, uh, like I said, follow me on Instagram at Ponyboy Tattoos and check out. Um, all the stuff that I'm posting on there and make sure you comment if I put up a highlight clip like hey I love this podcast um, send me a message if you have a question or whatever one of my segments I want to do is called Q&A and I would like to get some questions from the listeners so I can end up answering them to you guys um, so if you want to do that then please feel free to do that and thanks as always for listening from wherever you're listening um, God bless <laughs>